The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. From the old National Bank State Street studio, this is Waddle and Sylvie on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a Good Karma Brands radio station. Word on Aaron Rodgers. I believe he's still in the darkness. If his retreat started on Friday, I have to tell you. I told you this on Friday. Uh-huh. I was shocked then. I'm shocked now yes. that somebody hasn't camped out outside that place where he went in for dark. Do darkness. we know where he's located is my only question. I don't question. know, but if you if you want to follow somebody, stake something out, you can do it. This is true. Maybe well, like maybe I'm encouraging somebody to I don't know. Do something if illegal. I don't mean that. Investigative reporter. I'm not trying to do that. Like a Seth Wickersham. But I would think that there would be like video of him walking into the facility where the darkness thing would go. Do or do they frown upon that type of coverage though at the darkness facility? I don't know if they do or they don't. But as long as you're not on their property, who gives a rat's ass? You can do what you want. That stuff takes place all the time. But don't you think? And by the way, I don't know if the, you know this, but uh-huh. the the Super Bowl's over. Yes. And really, all we're doing is recycling conversations about different quarterbacks. So why not have somebody sitting out front, watching Aaron Rodgers going into the facility, watching him come? The look on his face when he comes out. No, that would I'm be shocked. That would be good video. You're right about that. I do agree. If we can, is sh- that a little creepy of me or, or freaky of me to say I'm surprised that there's not a sports. Do you want entity covering this? Are you applying for the role of editor for the ESPN no. news uh, arm? No, in, I'm in not. Bristol? But I, like, have you not seen ESPN and other sports outlets do no, stuff as point. crazy as that? Absolutely. Listen, this is perfectly TMZ should be all over this. There you go. There's a sports arm to yes. TMZ. Absolutely. So TMZ why isn't it sports? Check to see if TMZ's got any any story on Aaron Rodgers when he what time he's supposed to come out. Supposed to come out. Because, by the way, Derek Carr's getting a jump on him in New York. Now, Derek Carr's a free agent. I get that. But he visited the Jets this weekend. He did. If you're the Jets, you know, you want to make contact or have a, a nice long meeting as, as soon as you can. With Aaron Rodgers, if in fact he's available in trade. That's where it gets tricky, though, because what kind of red tape do you have to go through? First of all, he's already put his darkness retreat out there he's if he's in the darkness retreat if you're the jets are you saying if you're aaron Rodgers, you would want to have a conversation with the jets or the jets should want to have a conversation with aaron Rodgers because they can't do so without the permission of the packers correct but i this is my point while you're in the darkness you're Mm -hmm. truly in the dark everyone's in the dark yes this is true but this is why like i mean i when is aaron Rodgers going to be available emerge you know bob mcginn Yes. Right? Yes. Said last week, we we found that story uh, on a on a podcast last Friday that the Packers, according to a guy that has covered the Packers for decades, yes, says the Packers are done with him. So if that's the case, and why wouldn't you believe him if he's you know he's got good sources and he's been covering the team for a long time? If that's what you believe, then you would think that. Now again, I don't believe the Packers can trade him until after June first with well, regard to how yeah. 
you know, how digestible the, the, the hit is financially. They would have to rework something, but it, it's definitely more beneficial for the Packers when it comes to the salary cap to trade him post-June 1st. And by the way, Aaron, uh, Adam Schefter is reporting on NFL Live now that Aaron Rodgers could retire, get traded, or stay with the Packers. Those are the three wait, obvious wait, wait. choices. Wow. But he says returning to the Packers appears least likely of the outcome. So what he's saying is, is, is that Can, it's more likely that he either gets traded or that he retires. That's what Aaron, uh, that's what Schefter is reporting. saying. Yeah. But he also said it's also possible. He re- I'm going to go out and report... I know, I get it. He's got three options. Can either retire, go back to the Packers, or be traded. Okay, don't be a wise-ass. You know my point. And what Shefty was saying was, returning to the Packers appears least likely of the three potential outcomes, which would confirm or would match with what Bob McGinn said. Yes. So, hello, darkness, my old friend. At some point, that conversation is going to have to be had. Does Shefty have... Any additional sources? Because if you listen to the entire interview with Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers said nobody within his inner circle talks to Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter. So is Schefter, is Schefter just recycling what Bob McGinn told us on Friday? I don't know. But, you know, you know listen, you don't... This is the one thing. I see that report. Look, Adam Schefter is awesome at what he does. But sometimes, too, this is where you, you're talking about, like, us going down, you know, like the quarterback rabbit hole, recycling these news stories. Like, there's no information from Shefty on that one. No, but maybe Shefty has contacts inside the Packers that have some of the same thoughts that that Bob Bob McGinn McGinn is is getting from others. So maybe Shefty's working, you know, doesn't have anybody inside Aaron Rodgers' camp. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you he's got people inside the, the Packers organization that are willing to, at the very least, confirm Bob McGinn's report. Or, possibly. you know, have some conversations with him. So that's, uh, look, I thought when the season ended, the most likely outcome was is that Aaron Rodgers was going to remain a Green Bay Packer. A, because I think he can still play, and he gives them the best chance to win. So he would be beneficial to both. And then I thought that the contract that he signed last year was going to be difficult for everybody to navigate yep. if, in fact, you were going to move away from him. And trade him. So if you're the Jets, can you really wait till after June 1st to go forward with Aaron Rodgers? If you're the Packers, do you, if you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers, even though financially it's a better move, would you rather make a deal with a team knowing that if you can make the deal, you can get first-round picks this season that you can use towards your roster? It gets What's, complicated. Like, I know. I would ask you, mm-hmm. if you're the Jets... Would you rather, with everything combined into this decision-making, yep. would you rather sign a, a – how old is Derek, Derek Carr? Carr? He's 30. Would you rather have Derek 30? Carr or would you rather have to trade that draft compensation for Aaron Rodgers? For Aaron Rodgers. I would rather, if I'm the Jets, have Aaron Rodgers. I think I, I have a chance at a Super Bowl. Derek Carr's 31. I would rather trade for Aaron Rodgers because even though my team has the, with the Jets is better with Derek Carr – I think my team with Aaron Rodgers for two or maybe three years is a team I look at and say, I think we are a Super Bowl contender. With Derek Carr, I'm not sure. We still need to do a lot of work with the roster surrounding him with the best possible talent. And if I'm the Jets and I'm looking at our roster with Derek Carr, I say everything could go really well. And we still end up coming up short against Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Josh Allen in the playoffs. But with Aaron Rodgers as our quarterback, who's would, come up short in the NFC, he has. But he's also won a Super Bowl in his history. He has. 
What's the deep, has Derek Carr well, my, won my, a playoff well, game in his I, career? I, I probably I not. Don't believe he has. I think the decision becomes more difficult because the compensation you're going to have to give up. You don't have to give up any compensation for Derek Carr. Not just that, but who is I, I, who is Aaron Rodgers at this point? Like I still believe he can play. I, he's a year removed from 40, uh, 37 touchdown passes and four interceptions, sixty nine percent completion percentage, and a nice. one twelve quarterback rating is he all in is he healthy yeah is he all in has he lost anything like those are all questions you're gonna have to answer but i don't think it's as i don't think it's as easy a decision as many think for me the most complicated part if you're the jets is the timeline here because that's part of the that's part of the equation Uh, what is the jets plan b because here's the thing with Derek carr I think everybody expects Derek Carr will be signed prior to free agency beginning because it's in his best benefit to pick out his landing spot before other quarterbacks go on the market. He can probably maximize the amount of money he can get, and he can pick, and, and, and most most likely have the best control over his destination if he makes a decision before they get to free agency, right? But if the longer Derek Carr waits the less leverage he has because that's when Aaron Rodgers will emerge from the darkness. He'll be more in play. And then other, if we wait till free agency, someone like Jimmy Garoppolo, who, while he's not as good as Derek Carr, I don't believe, he's somebody who might be a viable alternative. And depending on the money he wants, he might be more interesting to teams looking for quarterbacks. So if I'm the Jets, the hardest part to navigate is, do I want to, if, if Derek Carr is interested in coming and playing for the New York Jets, do I want to sidle up with Derek Carr going forward, or would I rather go with the unknown and try and try and play it out so that if I can land Aaron Rodgers, I'll do that? But if not, what's my plan B? What is the Jets' plan B if they can't land Aaron Rodgers in a trade? I think it's Derek Carr. I know, but let's say you need to make a decision. Think about how well Derek the Jets... Derek Carr now, or the, but wait for... Or wait it out and try and see well, if I can by the way, Aaron Rodgers. Right, and, and, and Aaron Rodgers, one of the problems I think that the Packers had this year was Aaron Rodgers wasn't around a lot. Mm-hmm. So he shows up with a group of receivers that he hasn't worked out with and just expects things to go magically. If I, so you would have to be in the building... Sooner rather than later. If I'm the Jets, though, I Robert Sala, I, I, I hired Nathaniel Hackett. I'm hoping I have some type of internal line into where, hey, hey, Nathaniel, what do you think? Do you think if we trade for Aaron Rodgers, do you think he's the type of person who will be a little more motivated because he feels like he wants to show? And listen, Aaron Rodgers seems like the type of guy based on everything we've seen play out throughout his career, who would want to stick it to the Packers and show, hey, you know what? You Even though he is largely responsible for what could be an impending divorce, he's still the type of guy who would take the Travis Kelsey mantra. They didn't believe in me anymore, so I'm going to go stick it up there. You know what? I think Aaron Rodgers, a motivated Aaron Rodgers, would probably be in the Jets building as quickly as possible. That's what they've got to got to process. Bet, I'd be willing to how much is it going to cost as well? I think a, maybe a first. Oh, it's going to cost you at least a first. A first, but not two first. It's not going to cost two first. I'm not believe. sure. I don't believe. I think it would cost maybe a first, maybe a first and a fourth. I don't think it's going to cost more than that because there's only so many teams that if if the Packers have truly decided to move on from Aaron Rodgers, like Bob McGinn reported on Friday, then. There's only so many teams that can absorb that cap number if you're Aaron Rodgers, and it's probably the Raiders and the Jets.
I haven't seen too many other landing spots. And maybe, maybe, you know, I don't know what kind of, how creative the 49ers would have to get with their finances to trade for him. But again, are the Packers even open, open to moving him in the NFC? I, I just think it's a more difficult. I guess the the moral of my story is I think it's a little more difficult of a decision for them than maybe you would think on the surface. Oh yeah, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers more than I'd like to have Derek Carr. Well, yeah, I think if Aaron Rodgers is healthy and motivated, he is still a better quarterback than Derek Carr. But he's going to cost you draft picks, mm-hmm. and and is there gas in the tank? I just think it's going to be a See, little bit more of a difficult decision for them. Yeah, for for me, if I'm the Jets, it is the the compensation that I need to give up. Um, is not even an issue. For me, it's just about, I'm not sure, even though McGinn reported that, I'm not sure that the Packers clearly are ready to move on. And if they are, you know, can I land him? And if I can't, what is my alternative? If I'm the Jets, like, I don't know. I don't want to go back to the well with Zach Wilson. I don't want to go back to the well with Mike White. Been there, done that. It you know they had one of the better rosters in football I thought last year, but they had no help at the quarterback position. You know, and it's hard it's hard enough to win in this league with competent quarterback play, but when you're talking about less than that, it's 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 a damn near impossible task. So if I'm the Jets, it's all about what is my alternative if we can't land Aaron Rodgers. Derek Carr, I don't think he does. I don't think the Jets are good enough to win a Super Bowl with with Derek Carr. It's better than Wilson or White, but it's not good enough to think I'm going to make a deep playoff run in the AFC. It'll be, listen, I think it's going to be one do? of the... I don't know. I, I got, I'd have to talk to Aaron Rodgers. Like, I got to know where he's at. Can you do that? Can we... No, that's my point. This is why I'm saying to you, this is a more difficult decision, I think, for the Jets than everybody realizes because of all of the things you've mentioned. You're not going to trade him until June 1st. That's after the draft. That's after free agency. Is he going to be in your building? You think he's going to want to stick it to whoever he wants to stick it to, but you don't know that. He'll be 40 years of age. He's made $190 million or more. He's won a Super Bowl. I mean, like, I don't know where his motivation is to start over. Listen, Starting over is difficult. You know, it is. So I just think it's different. I think this is going to be one of the more intriguing off-seasons in recent history. Maybe there. Maybe I'm just living in the moment, and I don't remember where there have been so many different spots open and decisions to be made at the most important position in sports. Like what's going on in Baltimore right now is 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 fascinating. Like what's going to happen to Lamar Jackson? Don't know. Is Baltimore going to be willing to give him a deal the way that the Cleveland Browns gave Deshaun Watson? I don't believe they are, and. I don't believe Lamar's taking anything less than that. So then what do they do? Do they trade him? Mm-hmm. Does he go to Atlanta? You know, do, I mean, I, Atlanta I don't know. is clearly st- uh, quarterback starved. Where is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be headed? I think Jimmy G ends up being the guy who will look at the landscape and whatever's kind of left. He's going to be, he's the good, he's probably the perfect plan B for a team like the Jets, who if you, you can't land, you, you find out that, if Derek Carr picks someone else, right? Like if for whatever reason he wants to go sign and you're the Jets and you're still hoping that the Aaron Rodgers trade can play out, then Jimmy Garoppolo is probably your best plan B. If you let Carr pass, let him go sign with somebody else and say, all right, let's try and cast our lot with the Aaron Rodgers. But if that doesn't come to fruition, let's move back to Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's the plan B for a lot of teams. Which leads you back to the Mike Tannenbaum recycled conversation about the Bears having the number one overall selection and what he would do with that number one overall pick. Because if up at Hallis Hall, they're feeling the way that Mike Tannenbaum is or others that 
hey, this isn't a done deal, that maybe we do, we, there is a chance that we may pivot and go in another direction. That just, that, that's another element to this conversation. My question for you, and this is what I wanted to get after, if you, how good do you believe Justin Fields could be where you would be willing to move forward with him? Can well, Justin I'm willing Fields, to move forward with him now. Okay, so do you? I think then the answer has to be yes to this question I'm about to ask. Do you think Justin Fields can be as good as Jalen Hurts was this past year? If he was inside the 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 Eagles system with that line and those receivers, yes. I think that would make him more likely to be as efficient as Jalen Hurts. I think it's possible. I wouldn't guarantee it. Sure. But I, I think it's possible. But part of, obviously... But see, I don't... Again, like, this is what I've tried to say to everybody else as well. Where is Justin's upside in terms of a, a, of a passer? Can he be as good as Jalen Hurts was in the in this Eagles offense this past My, season? At first thought, I would say yes. I mean, Jalen Hurts threw for 22 touchdown passes and what, 3,000 yards? Uh, a little more, but yes, right around there, yes. I mean, so, like, can I, to, with a better cast of characters around him, do I think that Justin Fields can throw for? 3,700. Okay, 3,700 yards. It's still, we've never had and a 4,000-yard passer that's here. That's true. And don't forget, Jalen Hurts did miss two games because of injury. Okay, so 3,700 yards and 22 touchdown passes. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Justin better be able to do that statistically. Mm-hmm. Like, shouldn't he? Well, listen, like, like 22 touchdown passes and, and 3,700 yards passing. Only six INTs, too, right? Right. So. I, I mean, look, I, I, I think that Jalen Hurts was fantastic this year. But if you ask me, should my quarterback be able to statistically rack up 3,700 yards passing and 22 touchdown passes? If I don't think he and, can, but, but wait, 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 wait. can I then add, I'll sh- then, I, think then I should 20, pivot and go elsewhere. I think it has to be 22 and 6. I think you have to look at Jalen Hurts, his season as a whole, and say part of the reason that he was in the MVP conversation and might have was been... Was his decision-making. Yes, yeah. because, you know, 22 and 10 or 22 and 15 is not the same as a guy who's never turning the ball. No, you're right. But he's always been a lower interception in his, four, his three seasons where he's played in 15... Year one, he played in 15 games, but like yeah, he only threw it 148 times. But last year... Six interceptions the year before in 2021, his first full year as they started through nine touchdown passes. Like, my answer to your question is yes, I think so. Because I think that, that, that Jalen Hurts was fantastic this year, but I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to make anybody forget Joe Burrow or, or, or Patrick Mahomes from the pocket. I don't. This is, he's the perfect fit for the style of offense that they're running, which is what I've always said about Justin. Maybe he doesn't have to be a guy throws for 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns. If you add the element of his ability to beat you on the ground and runs for 700, 800 yards yes. and can throw for 3,500 or 3,700 yards like Jalen Hurts did and throw for 27 or 30 touchdown passes along with what he's doing on the ground, absolutely, that, that hybrid style will work. It's working now for several teams. And let's not forget, too, and not that you did, but Jalen Hurts ran for 13 touchdowns. So maybe it's better right. just to look at it and say, yeah, I know he, you know, not necessarily the passing number of touchdowns, but the total number of touchdowns. Because when all, when all is said and done, all you really care about is scoring the points. And so if your quarterback happens to be good at sneaking the ball in near the goal line, well, that's, then, this is, then that's, it's, it's not padding his touchdown pass total like you used to talk about with Matt Nagy. 
Correct, but 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 I also would need when you get to the one or two yard line, mm-hmm. I would need to know how many of those rushing touchdowns, those thirteen this year and ten last year, were quarterback sneaks from the one or two yard line, because then I think that number is inflated because those numbers usually Hurts. yes, because I do believe normally in everybody signif- else's t- team those those touches go to the to the running backs. Sure. So I'm not going to get out over my, my but, skis and get all excited about a quarterback who's got five or six quarterback sneaks for touchdowns from the one yard line. I'm just not. Like his but, his his ability to 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 impress me isn't from the the short touchdown run perspective. It's that he averages six or you know five yards five and a half yards per carry and runs for 760 yards because he is part of their running game. So the running touchdowns could be a product of their ability to run that sneak exceptionally well. I don't know that to be true. I don't know how many of his touchdowns have come at the goal line. But if you say, well, he's got 13 run touchdowns, well, I would say, well, okay, how many of them are designed quarterback runs from inside the 10, and how many of them are just, you know, touch push? But my point is... It doesn't matter whether they're passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns. The quarterback as a whole, what kind of offense is he responsible for leading? And when I look at Jalen Hurts, he helped accumulate 35 touchdowns in 15 games. Yes. You know, And whether, I don't care if he throws a, a passing touchdown from the one or two yard line or he sneaks it in. Or honestly, I don't give a damn if he hands it to Miles Sanders or Boston Scott or Kenneth Gainwell. The Eagles had a great offense this year, right? Absolutely. And so I'm not going to penalize my quarterback. I'm not penalizing him. I'm, I'm just keeping my eyes open with regard to the touchdowns but that I, he has. But I think when you look at Jalen Hurts, don't you look at the fact and say, the year he had this past year where he combined for 35 total touchdowns, conversely, just, Justin Herbert only, only had a total of 25 touchdowns. He had 25 passing touchdowns. He didn't rush for any, right? So, yes. like, Jalen Hurts running the Eagles offense, if you... Can Justin Fields be as good as Justin uh, as Jalen Hurts was this past season? Because if you don't think he can get to that, at least that level, then I think the conversation Mike Tanbaum's having is a little bit more realistic about trading Justin Fields. Well, that's why I've always said. I mean, now we're we're in the weeds here with regard to the you know the thirteen rushing touchdowns and how they were accumulated. Look, I do believe that he can play the position with a comparable level of success that isn't going to happen next year because he doesn't have the resources in his huddle that the Philadelphia Eagles have but I believe there's an easier a better chance of them going in that direction with him than there is any of the other quarterbacks that are in the draft that's where my decision has been made if Joe Burrow was available in this draft if Trevor Lawrence was available in this draft Mm -hmm. I would pivot and or would, I'd be more open to pivot. I would say that I'd be more opening. I'd be more open to pivoting because it's Bryce Young and it's C.J. Stroud and it's yeah. Will Levis and it's Anthony Richardson. I'm fine with the quarterback we have and looking to build my roster in a manner in which Philly did, and thinking that even if my guy can't remind you of Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow by throwing it, that that that, that hybrid offense. That mix of what he can do running it and hopefully throwing it can get you where you want to go. That's the voice of the birthday boy, Tom Waddle, former Bears wide receiver. I'm Jeff Meller, and for Sylvie today, we'll go inside Waddle's world next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. 
This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? It's time to find out what's on Tom's mind. Is that why you are here? As we go inside Waddle's World. Oh, yes. Welcome in. Brought to you by Waddles. Well, brought to you by our great friends and partners at Wintrust Community Banks. They are Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank, visit Wintrust.com slash finest member FDIC. Have you done some analytical work over there? I don't know if it's analytical, but you were curious about Justin Hurts' touchdown runs. Jalen Hurts. I'm sorry. I keep saying that because I keep talking about Justin Fields. Jalen Hurts' touchdown runs. He had 13 touchdowns in the regular season last year. Six of them were from one yard. He had another three that were two or three yards. So nine of his 13 touchdown runs were from the three-yard or in. He had a seven-yard touchdown run, a 10-yard touchdown run, yes, a 22-yard touchdown run, and a 26-yard touchdown My only point is that I was making is when you look at his touchdown total in running, yes, a lot of those in different offenses, a lot of those scores go to different running backs. Yeah. His rushing touchdown total, the point I was making, is less important to me than like 700 plus rushing yards and averaging five yards per rush. Yep. Because that is such a vital part of what they do offensively. Yes. Agreed. That I just think that the rushing touchdowns can get looked at and maybe overvalued a little bit in the context of this is the style of offense. So again, just to, I mean, like when you ask me, Ken, I don't know if, if I don't know if Justin is going to get to the point where he's second in MVP voting. I don't know. Do I believe that he can play the position like Jalen Hurts did? I do. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I would be more of a fan of pivoting and going in a different direction. Now, it's going to be incumbent upon Ryan Poles and everyone up at Hallis Hall to put. To make this offense work in the manner in which it works in Philadelphia, you know, like Philadelphia's got arguably the best offensive line. Yeah. They've got a difference-making tight end. They've got two difference-making wide receivers, and they've got a bevy of running backs. Like, they've got the Carmen and Yurko and Meller and everybody else's... The winning philosophy. The winning philosophy with running backs. Like, that offense works in large part because of Jalen Hurts, but also because of what's... You know, Absolutely. The offense put line, together. Yeah, the models yeah. they have. No doubt about it. I guess ultimately, and this is where it's, I'm not so concerned about the number of touchdowns. The Philadelphia Eagles had the second most points scored in the NFL behind yes. only the Kansas City Chiefs. Can J- Justin Fields be the author of an offense that is one of the top four or five offenses in the football. How they get the touchdowns, I don't really care as long as you're amongst the highest scoring teams in football. That's well, what I, I mean, need like, you to be. can they, like, I, that's as much about the the, it is, but the general manager as it absolutely. is the quarterback. But does our if general put, manager. If you put a lot of people around, Justin, do I believe you can win with that style of offense? I do. Yeah. Now, I have questions about the, his proficiency as and consistency throwing the football why wouldn't i everybody should and i think that's where the question is does ryan poles believe justin fields can improve his game as a passer enough to get to the levels that 
Jalen Hurts was at last season. And if he can, then you build around him. If you don't think he can get to, though, at least the Jalen Hurts level that he performed at this past season, then I think what Mike Tannenbaum is suggesting where the Bears should trade him away becomes a little bit more of a realistic conversation. Yeah, I think it, it has to be a conversation they have. Again, I, uh, my reason to, to go forward with the plan they currently have is, first and foremost, I do believe you'll see some improvement. I don't know where his ceiling is, but I do believe you'll see improvement. Uh, I'm not one that's going to tell you he's going to break passing records. I'm also not going to sit here and tell you he's going to bomb. Yeah. Because I don't believe that's the case. Um, and I also am not a huge believer in the guys that are coming out this year. Fair. So for me, it's a combined decision. And I think that the offense that you're looking for him to run, the hybrid style offense you're looking for him to run, you don't need him to be Joe Burrow. You need him to be Justin Fields, the seven or 800-yard rushing quarterback per season, along with a guy who can throw for 3,500 yards and 25 touchdowns. If you can get that from him, mm-hmm. and you're right with it, better decision-making. Because as you said, like... Hertz hasn't thrown the, the interceptions. He's surrounded by better people. Doesn't have all the sack totals because he's surrounded by better people. But between Justin's and Tannenbaum, you know, mentioned it the last couple times. Between the sacks, the fumbles, and the interceptions, there have been a lot of negative plays. Those have not been as prevalent with Jalen Hurts as they have been with Justin early in the career. But again, it's not a complete apples-to-apples comparison because Jalen Hurts is in a significantly more talented huddle than Justin's ever been. So... I think we're on the same page. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we were not on the same page with regard to the Bulls' interest in what they should do with Russell Westbrook. Well, fortunately for me, and I'm sad for you, but Russ will not be coming to the United Center. He plans to sign with the Clippers, his agent said. The truth is, though, that Russell Westbrook, as I was pitching him, was always a booby prize, right? <laughs> like, the reality was, it was only for my interest level in the team. Going forward now, it is very easy to look at the after All-Star break schedule for the Bulls and say, lose, lose, lose out. Get yourself a crack at a 42% chance of landing in the top four and keeping your pick from the Orlando Magic. Welcome to the party, brother. Welcome. Ah. Tyler, I think we've invited, we've, we, we've got another invitee to the party. It's fine. Well, we, I, was always, I was always intrigued by it. See? I was never fully the, out Okay, well, would, would you like to change? Intriguing. Would you like to change? No. Charlie's always at the party. I don't even care. When there's yeah. not a party, Charlie's going to be there. Westbrook's going to lose L.A. a playoff game, I feel like. The Clippers. Yeah. He, he has signed with the Clippers, and uh, yes. I was not an advocate of bringing Russ here. I don't think you're crazy was going to be crazy enough to bring it in. Well, so I was on an island, I guess. I thought Tyler was... Thought you were. Uh, I didn't you were necessarily think he would make it better. I okay. Uh, yeah, I just thought if he came here, he could make this worse, <laughs> which would be kind of fun. It's not fun. Well, they're not fun as, as they're, point, they're yeah. currently constructed. There is a better chance he makes you a better basketball team than a worse basketball team because your team isn't I filled with a ton if of you talent. Say that definitively. He made. I think he made the Lakers a worse basketball team. He would have just been a, a fun lightning rod for our angst, though. That's the other part of it. Oh, we have enough of those. I think Zach serves that role quite well. Uh, Kevin Love is going to sign with the Heat after he cleared waivers. Look, I'm not the biggest NBA expert in the world. Why did the Cleveland Cavaliers get rid of him? Word is that they wanted to do right by him, whatever that means. What was his limit? I mean, were his minutes not... He wasn't getting... Like, I wasn't following the Cavs 
He wasn't playing at all? No, he wasn't playing, wasn't starting. Like He, he averaged like 20 minutes a game. Well, I don't he's not going to start played. with the Heat either, is he? No, no but, but I think he's going to play more yeah. significant minutes with him. But I'm with you. It's He's a guy that you I would what? think is a valuable hey. guy on a team that's trying to win something, isn't Here's he? Here's the thing. I know as a veteran player, at the stage of you're, you're at in your career, you want to play Kevin Love. But I, as the Cleveland Cavaliers, personally, would have said, that's what the money's for. We of look, course, you know yeah. what? We're paying you a contract. Right. And granted, you're not good enough to sneak into our rotation right now. And that's good for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But... Like Tyler just said, you know, injuries happen in this league, and there is a chance we could have used you. It surprises me that teams still do solids to good veteran players when consider what happens to the veterans all-stars when they get unhappy. Am I weird for suggesting Kevin Love looks a little bit like Giolito? I could see a little bit of that. I was Maybe a taller version. Like <laughs> Lucas is very tall, but he ain't, he ain't 6'10", or whatever. Yeah, Giolito's 6'6", six, right? So... No, Kevin uh, Love's 6'8". Who, what is? Kevin Love is 6'8". So close. 6'6", six, 6'8". Six, six, yeah. yeah. So they're pretty they close. They retired his number, too. Kevin Love? Cleveland. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, going, they're yeah. going to. They said they're going to retire his number. And then they're, they're going to retire his number and kick him in the ass and tell him to go to Miami. How many numbers do the Cavs have retired? They have LeBron, right? Or well, I don't have know they if retired? they have. They're, they're going to yeah, eventually retire him. Yeah. Larry Nance, Larry Nance I was going to say. Mark Price, probably. 25 is retired. see Rex Ryan interviewed for the Broncos defense coordinator job? I did. That means he's going to be off the set of, of Get Up if he goes. He's going to get up and go. Well, that's all right. That just means that the seat opens up for Jeff Saturday to slide right back in. Oh, he'll be back. And doing a great job. I love Jeff. As you, a, as think, you know what the move is if you're Get Up here? You just invite Rob Ryan in. And you, as yeah. your analyst. No, why not? Well, I, don't think Rob, I, don't think Rob, I don't think Rob's got any experience in it. Rex has been doing this for years. Doesn't it doesn't matter? Rob Ryan, his twin, just slides right in. It's not like Rob wasn't a personality on the sidelines in the past. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about Rob. Like, I he, didn't. He's Rex's twin. I got that. That part of it, I do understand. This? But what I is, don't like having great. If, like, I don't have, know him as much as I know Rex. No, agreed. I don't. Rex has definitely had a more successful NFL coaching career. He, Where is? Where's Rob, where's Rob I now? I don't know if he's employed right now. Oh, okay. Was, so we're just going to run him in, right? That's what I'm saying is I think you just... You know what you do is under when they give you the... On the Chirons, when they give you his you know his uh, his bona fides, you just say Rex's twin. I think that's what you do. And you're, you're going to buy that. Uh, why not? Okay. Uh, quarter, uh, Giants quarterback Daniel Jones has switched his agent. He has. There's, yeah, we didn't get to that. I do want to spend a little bit more time. I don't want to rush through this. Okay. Because Daniel Jones was not happy with the contract offer. Everybody hates themselves some Daniel Jones. Oh, he stinks. He's a... Okay. All right. Tough position to play in this league. It really is. really is a tough position to play at a high level in this league. Listen. When you find a... When you find some symbiotic relationship between a quarterback and an offensive-minded head coach slash play caller... Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's I think it's worth digging in there to see if there's there's a little something extra in there. We can get to that a l- little bit later, but I thought that that was really interesting. The Giants' offense, by the way, scored 365 points this year. How many is that? Not a compared lot. to everybody. Not else. nearly. No, that's barely middle well, of the pack. Okay, but and like, were, what, wait a second. They had really nobody for him to throw to correct. as well. Yes. Right. Yes. He had 15 touchdown passes this past season, Daniel Jones. How many touchdowns or uh, interceptions? Five. Something maybe to build on. 
Not telling you he's going to turn into Patrick Mahomes, but... I think, you know what, Daniel Jones, I don't think he's even as good as him, but he's got a very Kirk Cousin-esque type feel to, to him for me. As a guy who, if you end up paying him the monster deal that Kirk Cousins got in the past... You're going to struggle to surround him with talent. That's very that's valid. Enough to I, win a I Super would Bowl. like if I'm them. I wouldn't. I'd be more inclined to franchise him and pay him for a year to see what's going on. Yeah. Before I'd give him a long term contract. I think that's very likely the path that we're headed down with Daniel Jones. Colts expect to hire Jags uh, coach Jim Bob Cooter as their offensive coordinator. You love yourself some Jim Bob Cooter. Who doesn't love a guy whose name is Jim Bob? Oh, I thought you were going to say Cooter. Same thing. No, they're very different. Jim Bob doesn't do a whole ah. Uh, Jim Bob, uh, he's the Jim Bob Cooter's the only one who I even know of as a Jim Bob. I think I know Billy Bob, lots of Billy Bob. I just think Jim Billy Bob Joe. Cooter is. I think Jim Bob Cooter is probably my favorite name in, Honestly, in all of football. Know a lot of Billy Joes or Billy Bobs. You know a lot of Billy Joes. Billy Joe Tolliver, Billy okay. Joe Hobart, Billy right. Joe Hobart, right? Wasn't there a Billy Joe Hobart? I'm not sure. Am I, am no, I... there was a Billy Joe was a lead singer of Green Day. Wasn't his name Billy Joe? Yeah. Exactly. Billy Joe. Uh, Chargers defensive coordinator Ronald, uh, Ronaldo Hill has uh, left to join Vic Fangio's defense in Miami. Billy Joe Armstrong. Billy Joe Armstrong. That's, so I was, that's, I, yeah, yeah, no, no, that's look at me. Like Billy Joe, that's right. much more prevalent than Jim, Jim Bob. Oh, there's no question. That's all I'm saying. And by the way, the only cooter I know is Correct. Jim Bob Cooter. Agreed. Do you know any other cooters? Not mm, not people, no. We used to call our buddy in high school, Dave Coor, uh we used to call oh. him Cooter. His nickname was Cooter. I feel like there was a Cooter... Was there a Cooter character in The Simpsons? There was one in uh, Dukes of Hazard. Okay. I'm a little young for Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. Sorry. I don't think you would mix up The Simpsons yeah, and Dukes there, of Hazzard. There was, yeah, I thought there was a Simpsons character named Cooter, but it's Cooter with a D, not with a T. C-O-O-D-E-R. Yes, yes. He was a carny. Okay. Is that surprising? He was a carny? No, not at all. That's all I got for you on the the serious side of things. We'll continue the football conversation when we come back as well. Uh, But up next, uh, some much-needed nonsense. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. This is a story from last week. Man serving 15 years for homicide tries to escape prison disguised as a sheep. See this story? Oh, the old sneak out of prison as a sheep? As a sheep. He was a real-life wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm. Jose Diaz attempted to escape from a maximum security prison in Bolivia earlier this month by wrapping himself in sheepskin and crawling through the grassland surrounding the jail. Okay. The inmate, he's also known as El Araña. I don't know what that means, and maybe I should have looked it up spider. before I said it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's Spanish I was, for the spider. You speak Spanish. Yeah, I was right. almost a Spanish miner. Thought about right. it. <laughs> almost. Uh, how, you, clo- how close were you to being a Spanish miner? Uh, they handed me a novel, and I was out. Because you don't read. Because I don't read, yeah. 
So did now you, we're back. We're if, back. If you if you told me, like, hey, you're gonna do Spanish, and it's like learn if you're learning the language, right? I'm in. I, I that's actually like interesting to me, but. You make me read a book in Spanish, <laughs> I'm out. You I'm make done. me read a book in English, uh, I'm out. Yes, that too. Like, I used to read books all the time on the beach. I'm telling you, I got no interest anymore. Hey, listen, it's not you. I think it's our, our phones are and our social no, I know, media I know, I'm feeds. not on my phone on the beach either. Just no, but I think... Cold one in my hand, mm-hmm. looking at the, 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 the waves hit the sand. <laughs> not reading a novel. Looking for just... Uh, peace and serenity inside that mind of yours like every day in here in this studio Mm -hmm. anyway the spider used his fleece coat to sneak past security and attempted to break through one of the prison's external walls despite his sneaky attempt security noticed him serving 15 years for homicide they noticed he wasn't in his cell photos of his bizarre attempted escape show the prisoner crawling around on all fours in a field while wearing the fuzzy coat before he had take, was taken back into custody. I see, thought it was I, interesting. I, no, it is. I need a photo accompanying that. Uh, can you see if you could get a, a I, photo I, of the spider? Well, like, I feel like the prison should release a photo of what he was trying to slip out with. Like, what did he look like? Was it, like, just r- ridiculously absurd, or was he, a, like, a passable sheep? I saw the picture. It looks like he's wearing a blanket, basically. I'll pull it. Yeah, it's probably not a great. It's probably a little... I guess, though, you know what, though? If you're in prison, Waddle, yeah. is it worth a shot? Honestly, I think you do whatever you can to try to get out of yeah, it. Right? Yeah, right? Like, right, Tyler? It's worth he a shot. He literally looks like he's just wearing, like, a Sherpa jacket. <laughs> like, now that there is a picture of him. Now it's kind of zoomed in mm-hmm. and everything, too. But he, he just looks like he's wearing a Sherpa jacket. He's wearing jeans, too. Like, yeah. it's... Uh-huh. <laughs> that sheep is wearing sheep jeans. with jeans. That must be a prisoner trying to jeans. escape. Hey, remember the story about the uh, German ballet director who got upset at the critic? I do. That wrote a bad review of his ballet and he rubbed dog poop in her face? I remember the poop in her face story. Uh, He's issued a public apology. Did so last week. Okay. For smearing dog feces on the face of a newspaper critic whose reviews he had taken exception to. Was it a a written statement or did he, was it addressed them in a press conference? Uh, He was suspended from his post. Mm -hmm. Um... Theater management called on him money to apologize comprehensively and explain himself, according to the local newspaper. Uh, he approached the dance critic during the interval of premiere of a premiere at the Opera House and asked what she was doing there. The newspaper said that he apparently felt provoked by a recent review she wrote. This is what led to it. So he decided to rub poop in her face. Um, so he's, he's apologized. Don't know if he's going to get his job back, but I just wanted you to know that the uh, the ballet director who rubbed poop in the face of the critic, dog poop. It feels like the least he could possibly do is yeah. to say he's a, say he's sorry, to try and get his his post back. Hey, I haven't fully read this article yet, but the headlines is very interesting. Fort Myers man arrested after disrespectfully consuming key lime pie. Florida. How do you do that? What did he do? That's for you to read. Florida. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I just I'm reading right, the maybe, headlines maybe now. Maybe that's a tomorrow story. Really? Though. It seems like did he get freaky with it? Do you know <laughs> you heard it either? either. Why don't you I'm read a headline read it blind. Read it no, blind. It's the very air. long. I, I, I'm going to read well, it so and I'll read, bring it to you after the break. I read the beginning of it and it's uh, it was just like laying some things out about oh the history of key lime pie or something like that or like the nostalgia of key lime pie. Um, but okay, I, didn't get I was it to thinking the, it was like actual. more of an American pie type thing. I don't it know. It might be. 
I didn't get to that part. All right. Again, I, it's a good like headline, reading. but yeah, we don't like reading. That's true. <laughs> this one's been in my folder for quite some time. I'm finally going to bring it to you. Meller yelled at me about it. Uh, Madison, Indiana. A man was arrested in Madison, Indiana after police said he left meth at a business and then came back to ask if anyone had found it. The Madison Police Department said it responded to the unnamed business on uh, January 7th after an employee reported finding a bag of meth in the bathroom. Police said the suspect, Christian Horton, later returned to the business and was seen on surveillance footage asking if anyone had found his meth. This was at the police station? No, 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 at the business. Oh, okay. I thought initially, yeah. I thought, I thought initially you had painted as he had gone to the police and asked them. He went back to the business and said, hey, did you find my meth? The business he was arrested the next day during a traffic stop during which police said they located more meth while searching him. I'm not as... Oh, so now it's okay. No, no. Like, I thought I thought initially the way Waddle had kind of, like, given me the Cliff's Notes version, I thought he went to the police in search of his Hey, did you find my meth? Which it was really... Which has happened before has, in Waddle's world. But that really disturbs me and makes me feel sad for the folks out there who are in a position where they think their illegal activity will be helped by going to the police. That always, you know, concerns me. Yeah, there's a lot of sadness in the second half of Waddle's world. I believe that the second half of Waddle's world is pretty much... It's um, the it's it bathes the in symp- sadness. The symphony of sadness. It is. Well, there's the three P's of Waddle's world. All right, mm-hmm. you've got penis, you've got poop, and you've got planets. The three P's of Waddle's world. I think this guy just needs to get an air tag. Put that. What does that, that mean? That? Maybe that's, four now with prison. So you don't leave it anywhere. There, there you go. go. The four P's of Waddle's world. Prison. Penis. Poop. Prison. prison. Planets. planets. Boom. I feel like we might be missing a few P's. We'll see if we can... Uh... Well, Planets is definitely in them. Because no, I, I agree. I'm I a space it, guy. I, I, think this I like be, space. I, I don't there... like to read, but I like space. I think there might be at least a fifth P we're omitted in. I'm sad now that you uh, that you say that. 312-332-3776. All right. We have a little, a, few, a couple callers on the line who want to weigh in on our Bears and quarterback discussion. And if you missed it, Theo Epstein joined Captain oh, yes. Jay Hood discussing the Major League Baseball rules changes. We'll let you hear what he had to say coming up next.